0: Hello and welcome to episode 92 of the Game Train Podcast. We are broadcasting live on Twitch on the 10th of October 2020. My name is Callan Davison. I'm your host this evening. And today we're going to be doing... Oh wait, I've got a co-host here. Hello, Carl the Lyrical Smith.
1: Oh, (laughs) hey. Hello. Here I am.
0: (laughs) Hello, buddy. How are you? What is (laughs) cracking?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Ready to rock.
0: Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Good to be back. So on this episode, we're going to be reviewing Crash Bandicoot, It's About Time. Uh, We're going to be talking some Genshin Impact, some Mario 35, some Among Us, and also obviously going through our lame love and hype trains. And for all those viewers in chat at the moment, because we are doing this live on Twitch, twitch twitch.tv slash Game Train Twitch. Um, Save up your questions for us for the question part later in the episode and we will answer your questions. So get to thinking, to asking us some gaming related questions. But but before we get into all of that, let's get into the news. Okay, first up in the news, uh, PS, Sony... PlayStation has announced that uh, the PS4 games that will work backwards compatibility on your PS5, pretty much all of them bar about 10. So, oh, yay, yay. That's uh, that's pretty that's exciting great stuff. news. That's yeah. Great news. And look, really, the titles that aren't in the list aren't really that mentionable anyway. So, all your mages are on there um, and all that. So, I'm very happy that Tony Hawk, obviously, will work across both consoles um as a favorites like bloodborne and all that of course will all take advantage of faster loading times and up graphics again so that's very exciting stuff there
1: did they say if the saves will carry through
0: they have right. not really gone into that but
1: god <laughs> it's just so confusing
0: i know i know it, it is very it's very very confusing it's very annoying but anyway, you have a really thin depth of view of field tonight because you're going in and out of focus like an absolute champion when you lean back.
1: Oh, it's not uh, it's the same as every night. I'm going to keep it right there and lock it there. It's uh, it's because I rotated that mario moving the stuff on top of my fridge and it sees a face back there and it focuses on him
0: oh right okay fair enough yeah
1: because it's it's uh, it's locked onto faces so i've locked it onto um where i am right now
0: oh nice uh the medium which is a uh xbox series uh console exclusive and also coming on pc releases on december 10 so that's pretty cool
1: Oh, December 10. Nice. December 10.
0: So I think it's a timed exclusive. I think it'll eventually come to PlayStation, but it's one of their timed uh, exclusives for the moment, so it's pretty cool to check out on December 10. Uh sick. Bug snacks, that's right. Probably Kyle's most anticipated game this year. Oh, just um is going can't to wait. be a PlayStation 5 Launch Day title. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. So okay. you'll be able to you'll be able to play that. Instead of, That's good. Instead of Demon Souls.
1: I think I'd rather play Demon Souls.
0: <laughs> oh, can, someone, <laughs> can someone clip that, please? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, um, I think we'll still try it out, because I think we should really try out most of the launch stuff to yeah. say if it's worth it or not, but I'm not very so... excited for it.
1: No. There, no, a- it looks...
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things I'd rather be doing than playing Bug Snacks. But anyway, um, that yeah. is coming out on the day of the PS5 launch, which is November 12th, which is like a month away now. So it's really exciting stuff. We're getting very, very close to next gen, oh my goodness. which then we'll we be calling really current are. gen, and then we'll be calling everything that is out now last gen.
1: Yeah. We only get to do that once every seven or so years.
0: I know. It's very exciting stuff to change generations. And it'll be the first change of generation since Game Train's been going. So that's really exciting for us too.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, besides the Nintendo, we started right at the change. Yeah, it
0: wasn't a change of generation, no. That was a console launch.
1: Well, it was Nintendo's support, Nintendo. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. they have their own little yeah, generation. that's oh, all
0: right. It's all right. Anyway, the world, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 um, is coming to yes. the PS5 and Xbox in the series of Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Uh, and yes. it'll be also a free upgrade for the people that already own it on PS4 and Xbox. And that comes out oh, yeah. November 17.
1: Yes, uh, with... Uh good guy nether realms there doing the right thing doing the cyberpunk style uh the cd project red style I should say of have just given us the free stuff instead of the ea's strategy um and they're bringing in reigns coming back and melina and a very surprising rambo edition yeah with yeah. The, like legit like sylvester stallone rambo
0: that's very cool i'm very excited for melina and i think a lot of other people are too
1: Oh, I'm a rain boy. I loved rain, rain ever since Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three. He was him and Ermac. Ooh. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair Bellissimo. enough. So it's really cool. I didn't see Rambo coming. What was that? No one That's... sees
0: Rambo coming, mate. They just see the destruction afterwards. <laughs> uh, Good job, mate. Uh, thank you. Uh, also, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit remastered got its release date finally. We mentioned it the other week on the Game Train that had been hotly rumored. Um, yes, November 6th it comes out. Need for Speed, November Hot Pursuits Remastered. So get excited for that. Have you got any news for us?
1: No, just the Mortal Kombat thing. <laughs> that's what I was so excited about because that's just something else that's talking about, um, you know, a free upgrade and it's coming to PS5 as well. So yeah, that's that was kind of cool for me. Um, and also I think it's like, what is it? Exactly a week after the launch of the Xbox. So yeah. yeah. Nice and quick.
0: Well, you have your Xbox Series X then?
1: No, 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 no. no. I'm a, I'm a second batch. I'm a probably 2020
0: A probably batch. 2020 batch. Actually, something else we should talk about is a couple of things that have happened also with the pre-orders. Um, it's all been a bit strange. Um, JB Hi-Fi went, hey, um, everyone that's ordered a PS5, Xbox Series X, you got five days to now pay or we're going to give it to someone else. And then everyone went, oh, Wow! everyone went, oh my God. And then um, someone I know was like, hey, I want to use my gift cards to pay for it. Cause I got like 500 bucks in gift cards. Ooh, and yeah. JB Hi-Fi was like, not going to happen. And then um, I think Kotaku wrote an article about it and it went up and they changed the ruling on it. So you can now use your gift cards to pay for your next <laughs> box, next box consoles.
1: Wow. I, I hope, I hope that your your friend got to get in on time after that because that's just not okay. Uh, well,
0: look what he said anyway. He said, "Look, I can always use it for accessories or games, anyways. The gift cards, you know." So. Yeah, that's true. You know, he could buy a second that's... controller, buy some headphones, buy Demon Souls and Bug Snacks if he wants. Yep, if he so, wants, <laughs> if he wants. So, so yeah. With there, his Xbox there, Series there all X. That. And then EB sent an email out, um, saying to people that. It, was supposed to have a day one order. Hey, your stuff's being shipped in 2021, and people like the hell, and what? they're like, "Wait, wait!" Then he'd be like, "Sorry, we made a mistake. It's the wrong date."
1: Oh my god, that's the same that happened with our friend Matt from uh, the Drop Bear Gaming. He got a he got a message from Telstra because. Telstra giving away Xbox Series X's and Xbox Series S's with a certain plan. And they sent it to him and said, oh, we'll be dispatching yours. And you know, it could arrive around November nine. And he's like, oh my God, what? And he sent it to me and he's like, I think Telstra have made a big mistake, but this is so awesome. And then about five hours later, he sent it back and they had an email correction, went, sorry, we meant December. <laughs> December 9th. So, uh, I'm,
0: like, still oh. not, I'm still not 100% convinced that my PlayStation is going to be there on launch day. <laughs> I don't believe
1: I'm getting any console <laughs> until I'm touching it. But like, I'm, like, touching it, it in my house. Hasn't
0: this been an absolute mess from the pre-order, like, through the price chicken release date debacle into the pre-order debacle on both sides on PlayStation Jumping the Gun and Xbox, everyone jumping on and destroying the websites. And, you know, everyone... Into the mystery. Into this. Like, it's an absolute mess of of a console launch. And you know what? Not much of it can really be blamed on COVID. Like, a lot of other things can be blamed on COVID this year. This is just dumb stuff happening now.
1: Yeah. um, Man, it's just, it's so weird. Because now, my own brother, Melvick, is like like oh did you pre-order any of the consoles like nah look this has never ever happened before like how many times we've launched things and they always say oh you've got to get it at the pre-order and they're just making you want to rush and it'll all be available on the day of launch i'll just go get one and i'm like "Uh uh-oh i don't know man and he's like you know it's fine who said that to you Melvick. Oh, <laughs> oh and, but no. he's, he's not that concerned if he misses out, though. So apparently, yeah. So he's going to attempt to just walk in and get one. And I just don't know if it's going to work. Is he going to get a, like, a ah. Series
0: X or a PS5 first?
1: Um. Well, good question. I guess he'll just try the Series X first. Yeah. It comes out that day. Walk on in, see what happens. Doesn't work. Walk back out, come back four days, two days later.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, no more news then? Uh, no, that's everything. Cool. Well, I've hit the button again. I haven't cut it down yet. So I'm just waiting for the sound effect. Here we go. Ah. And that was the news. Well, One of these days, I'll cut that sound effect down. So it's just a boom, crash out. Anyway. Yeah, maybe
1: after the um, episodes come out.
0: <laughs> maybe after the episodes come out. That's right. We've got a little bit of communication here in the chat. We've got Elf Buck saying, what's going on, boys? G'day, Elf Buck. Good to have you here. Uh, Nyan said, nah, don't even trust when you have it in your hand. Trust after you've tested, it works first. And facts from Elfbuck. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yes. Um, it's going to be interesting seeing all this stuff come out. Um, when it does. All right. What's up? Are you Okay.
1: My speakers are just oh, oh right.
0: So, speaker's doing the thing. My
1: are just,
0: yeah. So, you don't talk for a minute. I'm just going to talk to chat and the podcast. Hello, everyone. We're uh, just doing the podcast episode. I'll be back. Live on Twitch. Uh, Carl's sound card's just done. Can it. you hear me yet? Yeah, I can hear you again. It's done the dance again. Oh, good. I'm back. He's back. He's back. All right, let's roll into the games we have been playing. And the first game we have had a look at this time is... Star Wars Squadrons, the newest one from EA, which is this time all about just flying in ships. You can't leave the ship; you're always in your ship. Um, but they've gone back to that flight space flight sim style of game. Yes. So yes. Uh, in this, you you actually play both sides. You play like through the story. You can uh, you play for the um, rebellion and the empire. Um, yes,
1: and you're swap- you're forcibly swapped from back to the kind of like playing through a Mortal Kombat campaign.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know what? It it's really fun. It's really fun. I jumped in. I'm not very far into it. I've only done a couple of missions, like a mission on two on both sides, um, and already I'm I'm already having a lot of fun with it. So you kick off and you're in like a tie fighter flying around and it's like pew pew, pew pew and then you're playing <laughs> Th- then you're <laughs> playing as the like... rebels and then you're in your little x-wing's like pew, pew 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 no but seriously um it, it, it's seriously fun to play you're in the cockpit the whole time you can see all the little controls and stuff there uh you got control over like switching to like power on extra shields or or extra speed or extra like uh laser damage etc etc so that's really fun with all that sort of mixing matching that as you go um, it's got a really good sort of lock-on system in terms of navigation, so you can hit a button and it will show you where your nearest target is, which is really, oh, nice. really handy. I'm not going to lie in the middle of a space battle when you're trying to hunt things down and all that. Um, and yeah, like so far, it seems really fun. It looks, it looks really nice. It runs really well. I've been playing this on the Xbox One um, and it just feels Star Wars. It's just like, wow, this is a really cool little game. Nice. Was this,
1: this is Frostbite engine again, right? Yeah, I think so. Man, like, and they have that engine and just everyone that's working on it at the moment have just nailed that Star Wars aesthetic, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it looks fantastic. Yeah, um, That's, like, it's, I, I unfortunately haven't had a go yet. I've been watching my housemate play it just for ages. He's been playing it for hours and hours and I'm, I'm very jealous, but a, a good friend of mine has asked to borrow my um, VR headset and uh, has said if I can go over and play it. And he has ordered himself one of those um, Thrustmaster flight sticks. Oh, wow. So I'm hoping to, when I jump in, um, to do it in VR with a flight stick on PlayStation. So, uh,
0: uh-huh. yeah,
1: Kellen w- and I, we both have it on Xbox. So unfortunately, we haven't been able to test the PSVR version, yeah. uh, which I really want to check out. So definitely we'll come back with more insight on that once we've had a look at all aspects of it. Cause I feel like it will be doing such a disservice to not chat about it anymore without having tried that.
0: Um, I've got one question um, for you watching the game, watching someone else play it, How did you feel watching the motion of it? Cause you're flying all over the place the whole time.
1: It, it feels fine. I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't felt weird about it at all. Like I haven't made it me feel, you know, nauseous or weird or anything. I know sometimes it does feel weird when you're not the one controlling it. Yeah. But again, maybe different story in VR, but uh, it's been like, Fantastic, I'm a bit, you know, I have to admit that I'm a bit gutted that they stuck with the cockpit view. I do love to see my ship when I'm doing these kind of flight games, mm-hmm. especially like, I guess I'm a bit spoiled off I know this is like the uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter throwback where it was always in the cockpit and fans are stoked, but I got a bit spoiled with the uh, Battlefront games with mm-hmm. the flying segments in those. And they were just, they were some of my favorite segments in those. Yeah in those games and uh, I just loved it so much. And that was all third person and you know, you got to see your ships and to me, the Star Wars universe is so much about the models and collecting the toys and seeing what they look like. And I like like all well, the Lego builds and all that, you know, it's like, I like to see those planes. They're, they're my favorite things to look at. So when I'm controlling it, I want to see the whole ship when it drifts to its side and all that kind of thing. So I know I might be in the minority there cause I think fans are pretty stoked that they're um, sticking and and being quite loyal to the games that they're kind of paying homage to and coming back to. But that said, with the namesake of squadrons, I thought they'd go like a bit more rogue squadrony with more like adventurous missions with, uh, you know, specific kind of goals around the map and again, seeing your whole ship. So I'm a little bit gutted about that. Again, I haven't played it. So maybe once I just shut up and jump in, I'll forget about everything I've just said. and went, actually, this is
0: great and it that works sounds good to me you should shut up and jump in okay uh, so wow. the next game are you we flirting had... yes uh, the next game we checked out was Genshin Impact um, so this was what a lot of people have been calling ever since the trailer first came out the Breath of the Wild uh, waifu code, um, oh. clone pretty much yes um, you know what it looks that way but I really start to disagree with it now after playing a lot of hours in this game
1: yeah, I haven't played many hours. I've maybe done, well, I want to say like two hours. So I'm quite early in it for how big the game is. Uh, but immediately, as soon as you like, besides traversal, and even then, it doesn't really feel like it. Like once you just, besides the climbing and the art style, mm-hmm. and of course your um,
0: Flying floaty thing. Yeah.
1: thing, the gameplay is so different. Like it feels, the the trailer, I guess, makes it feel so much more like you know, Breath of the Wild, because I think they wanted you to think that, because Breath of the Wild is such an amazing selling title, that the best way to sell this is to be like, look how much like Breath of the Wild is this. Don't you miss it so much? Come and play our game. But then if you went in hoping it kind of was, then I think you might be a bit disappointed. Yeah. Because it is a very, very different game. It is. A cool you, idea. Well, cool you take concept. control
0: up to four characters and you can switch between them on the fly. You can change your party up by owning different characters throughout the game when some will join you along the way. Um, And yeah, and then you build a little squad with all different abilities and each person has a different element that they're attuned to. So it might be, you might have a fire element person, an ice element person, earth and wind in your team, for instance. And then you can combine different attacks between switching between different... um, Uh, players, if that makes sense. So, you could change to a water person, throw water on the enemy, switch to your ice guy, throw your ice at them, and then you freeze the enemy. And, like, little things like this, um, which is really, really, really fun to do. And also, um, it doesn't have breakable weapons or anything like that, like Breath of the Wild had. Um, You know, you can fully upgrade your weapons to a lot. Same with your characters. Um, It's a huge, big, expansive world to go exploring and they're going to add a lot more into the game as it happens as well.
1: Mm, of course, uh, and there's it opens straight away with a pretty interesting story as well. It's not just kind of like, yeah. you know, pointless and, and random and then you have to kind of discover it, which it happens a lot in these kind of sort of open gotcha kind of games, whereas this one, like you have a motivation straight away. So that's a lot of fun. And you start unlocking stuff, like. ASAP, and it's very generous. This is completely free to play, also. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, and available on uh, PlayStation 4 and PC. Mm-hmm. Is it on mobile as well, right?
0: Am I crazy? I don't know, uh, but I don't think your saves cross over platforms.
1: No, probably not. But you
0: can play cross play with friends by adding a friend code, right?
1: Okay, yes, that's interesting. So, it's an interesting way to do it yeah and and not give you that crossover Mm, okay interesting uh yeah so but um you get a lot of game for just like no money which is really cool so if you do want to check it out it doesn't just tease you for a couple hours and kick you out like you can get so much entertainment out of this with literally zero money yeah uh, providing you have a tv electricity a home and a console wow already well and uh, <laughs> game, not, game a, boy brian's
0: just joined the chat hello game training hello game boy brian how are you buddy good to have hello, you. hello and hello brianna grace and hello nice brianna to see you grace. welcome along as well uh so the next thing i haven't checked this next game out but you've checked it out mario 35 would you like to um would you like to take us through what mario 35 is
1: yeah, I was very excited about this because, you know, they announced it up for that big uh, 35th anniversary of Mario and they had a whole bunch of titles and we got the 3D All-Stars. This was one of the games that they announced, which was going to be free if you had your Nintendo Online subscription. Uh, and as you can see, it's very much like Tetris 9-9, and I'm sure they were going for that kind of crazy, wonky gameplay that would just kind of take off it- Immediately, I guess I went into this hoping for that kind of frantic gameplay, but it doesn't, it doesn't play like Tetris does, and it doesn't kind of give itself to this kind of um, battle royale setup as well as I hoped it would, because we have seen something like this turn up before with 100 Marios online as a browser game once, and that was actually really fun. Uh, So I was kind of excited expecting the same kind of thing. It is still kind of cool, but it does play a lot slower. You collect points and you can throw enemies to other people. You can select at the top there. You can uh, choose specific targets, just like you could in Tetris 99, whether it goes to a random person or Mm -hmm. you send everything you hit to the person with the most coins or attackers, and you can upgrade yourself and you can take all those powers across and and, uh, use them against different things that enemies throw at you. And if they throw many enemies at you, if you jump on their heads, you get like more more coins than you normally would, and different upgrades, and it's um, it is fun, but not for as long as I'd hoped for. Like I played a couple of games, and I kind of felt like, oh, that's kind of all I need. I don't know. I was I guess I was did hoping for a little a win? bit more. But
0: did you get a win on it?
1: No, I never got a win. I got as far as third. Um, so I, I never got a win on this one yet. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, and I think this might be due to the fact that I've just played this game so much. Yeah. Like this, this, this particular Mario Brothers 1-1, you know. And I don't know. There was I I wanted something else to differentiate it a bit more. And the all the new enemies is kind of fresh, but it was just. I'm not quite sure it clicked with me yet so maybe I need to go back and it is free if you have an online subscription so definitely download it and check it out because this could definitely be an acquired taste and mm-hmm. could be something you love mm-hmm. but all it made me do is jump straight into Tetris 99 because I was craving it after this and that game is still as excellent as it ever was it's frantic and it's fun and it's tense and you feel this might need something to make it feel a bit more um what's the word like a immediate like like some sort of pressure coming yeah. quicker so you know like it, it just seems to go a little bit slow and it kind of feels like you're just running through a, a level especially after playing super mario maker 2 it yeah. feels like a super mario maker 2 level with just like a few more extra guys and you could just kind of ignore everyone else so right
0: okay
1: i might have to play a bit more to see if i can feel something maybe once i win i'll get a rush and be like oh i get it now but yeah i'm not sure if i if i will but we'll see
0: yeah okay yeah fair enough fair enough I- brian says it's hit and miss they could have done more with the idea fair enough yes yeah that's very very true very true um so yeah we uh where are we here we uh so yes we are gonna roll into our review in a second have you got any shout outs this week carl i i do not we're we're working on something soon
1: uh you know like uh keep watch this space with you know we did a lot of uh chats with generosity and that was the crew that we worked a lot with for the charity just like was it like last
0: month uh yes yes we got we got a little project going with them again so um... so watch this
1: space check out you know keep out an eye out on generosity's um twitter it's just spelled generosity with an oz in the middle these guys are legends um they're uh like a streaming gaming charity company that Kellen and I are both super duper proud to be part of. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite things in the whole world. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, and uh, we have a lot of fun with those guys, and we are working on something. We'll have more details for you guys very soon, but there is going to be something that'll be um, a lot of fun and a bit more. Uh, a bit you'll you'll see a little bit more of us.
0: Yes, exactly, all? exactly. All right, <laughs> I guess we should uh, roll into our review game this week, which is Crash Bandicoot. It's about time. A great power has awoken.
1: I fear it pretends an event of
0: reality shadowing proportions. Crash. Crash. Crash! Wake up! What you collecting? Crystals? Gems? masks! Okay, Crash Bandicoot, It's About Time is, I can't find a thing, Uh, is developed by (laughs) Toys for Bob and published by Activision. It is the first brand new Crash Bandicoot game in 12 years. Um, I'm not counting the remaster from a couple of years ago, but the first new entry in the series after 12 years. It's About Time. Very good. I know. Thanks. So, pretty much, the story goes that the bad guys have escaped, and through their uh, from where they were in prison, and throughout their escape, they've ripped a hole in the space-time continuum. It's up to Crash and friends to find other masks and save the day. Carl.
1: Yes, I love how it's such a um, crash story, and we're just okay with it because you're like, okay, so they're escaping, and they've made a hole in the space-time continuum. So that means it's up to Crash and Friends to collect a bunch of masks. It's like, wait, how does one mean the other? But yeah, you get it. It's Crash. There's new masks. And that also means something kind of fresh for Crash Bandicoot, which also means like new power-ups. Yeah. Different power-ups. Not just like, oh, you're stronger for a bit, but now you can do things like... Well, we should explain what sort of game it is first
0: before we talk about spinning masks.
1: Oh, you know, take it away. It's Uh, Crash Bandicoot, guys. It's a 3D platformer. Look,
0: just like the old games, it's a 3D platformer, uh, you know, following either behind your character or or side to side, etc. You go through a bunch of different levels. It's a difficult game. You collect boxes and and fruit along the way. Uh, You get power-ups. There are boss fights. um, And you go over several world maps to get there. It's probably, what, 20 to 25 stages all up, you'd say. A bunch of boss fights scattered in there, plus a bunch of hidden levels and heaps of things yeah. to do. But yes, please continue on your new power ups.
1: <laughs> okay, I will. Um, so we didn't talk about Among Us uh, anyway. It's uh, yeah, which I think people have kind of yeah. It isn't that we'll title. talk
0: about it after this.
1: <laughs> in the face. <laughs> um. Yeah, so there's new power-ups, which is really cool, like different things. I won't say too many of them. There's a bunch in the um, in the trailers, but if, if you guys are trying to, you know, kind of stay away from that as, as spoilers, there are some of the early ones are things like you can uh, spin forever and be like almost invulnerable to enemies um, and you can f- like float around a lot. You kind of look like a giant spinning top nonstop. Uh, also, what was the other one? I'm just trying to say the early one so that I don't spoil too many of them. And uh, uh, oh the, yeah, there's the ones that make different, uh, two different phases of reality appear and disappear. So platforms are invisible until you press a button and then that one's visible, but something else isn't. So you're swapping between two sort of realms, so yeah. to speak. And that makes for some really fun platforming and like very accurate jumps and moves and tricks. And it, it's, but it all, it all feels very Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. But the level design is beautiful. The gameplay is really fun.
0: Well, another, um, another mask we could talk about is the one that stops uh, slows time as well. Yes, which, yeah, which, which that, is a... which is really interesting because it slows time all around you, um, and it there's like moving platforms and they slow down, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, and all that, and adds new puzzles and new crazy things going on around you in the world. So it's uh it's again another really cool feature. Sorry, continue.
1: Yeah, no, I just think these are really cool additions to, like, a formula that has already worked, and these guys, much like what they did with the uh, remakes for Tony Hawk. Now, this isn't a remake, but it's kind of, it's a sequel, but also a reimagining, because um, now Crash has had sequels, like the one where you have to ride a bunch of giant monsters or something on Xbox 360. There's been new things that they've tried to do, but this is, like, They've thrown it all out the window and went, nah, you know what? We're going to do what everyone loves again, but we're going to do new levels and new versions of it. Mm-hmm. You can have different playable characters as well, which we've all seen in the trailers. I won't talk about too many of them as well, but I just want to say that every oh, time you yeah, play... T- someone...
0: Talk about the first one that you unlock. Don't talk about the others, just the first one, because it's not that far from the start.
1: Well, all I want to say is that when you do unlock a new character... It feels like a completely different playset, a new character. They're not skins. They feel different. The levels are designed specifically around them. Mm -hmm. And it feels just as fun. Like you're still in that same game, but it really does feel like you're playing with a different character. And they work differently. And the So it feels like you're playing with a
0: different character when you play as a different character.
1: Yeah, unlike some games like this, where (laughs) when you play as a different character, it feels more like a skin. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Coco. Yeah,
1: You know, yeah. Coco yeah. is a different
0: character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: but she yeah. feels and plays exactly like Crash. Is yeah. my example, uh, but yeah, all the others feel very different. Um, and mm-hmm. then I thought perhaps once you played more of the uh, you know playable characters, they'd all start to feel like each other but they all feel as different as one another. Like it's amazing yeah, they, how much they've added. They in this do game.
0: They do feel different and then they get their own unique levels opening up as well and and all that. So you see what they're also doing at the same time as crashed and friends and, and all that. So it's, it's actually really cool what they've done with all that. Um, and then there's also, um, like, you know, each level adds new challenges and different things like to progress through like, you know, different sorts of moving blocks or different types of bad guys. And, it feels like there's that gradual progression that slowly gets harder and adds new things in. And then when you go back to old levels and play them again, you're like, you absolutely destroy them because you're like, wow, I know how all this now works. And the game's all about learning how each level kind of works and what the little gimmick of that area is, so to speak. And, and, you know, like the The first time, the first time you see, you're like, Oh my God, what do I do with this? But then by the end of you are like, right, I've got that little part mastered. And then they start putting that in with other parts of the game. And, etc etc so there's a nicer flow of progression in terms of how the levels are designed and built upon each other if that makes sense
1: yeah the difficulty curve is just masterfully done where there's a challenge and you always feel challenged until like Kellen said until such time as you go backwards and you're like oh no I got this this is easy but if you keep moving forward you just always feel that same level of like oh it's just it's just a bit hard it's a little bit hard and then like You just nail it, but just slowly. Like you never just go like some games where you'll play like the first five or six levels and you're like, okay, I get it now. And then Mm -hmm. you can kind of fly through the whole rest of the game because you just click. It does keep throwing things at you. And then even then, when you do go back to the levels, you can do extra little things like collecting uh, more of the gems to do things like unlock skins. And the skins are actually really fun. Uh, well, uh, which you do only tell, get for the tell two main about, characters.
0: You tell about your unlocking adventures. I know you're very excited to talk about this.
1: Well, unfortunately for me, it's not as cool as I thought. That's one downside, because you got to work really hard and do a lot of very tricky platforming and find really hard secrets to unlock the skins at first until they unlock extra diamonds and, um, sorry, gems yeah. with the... um inverted so, levels and then yeah it's really easy to unlock skins. so if you do find a skin you love in it uh don't be stressed that you have to like complete that whole level 100 percent. because if you just play through the levels a bit you'll unlock the inverted levels you can come right back and get those skins easy peasy no problem no effort yeah so there's Much like, like Helen,
0: six gems a level or whatever is it six
1: yeah yeah i believe so yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. six gems a level and then to unlock a skin, you need six gems from that level. But when you beat a level, it gives a version called inverted. Now this either flips the level, changes the colors, stuffs different things to the level, but you can go through, get the fruits and the boxes and that one as well, and that counts towards your gem total. And so it was actually quite easy to get the skin because Carl's like, "Wow, I'm 100 percenting every level," and I went, "I haven't really 100% in one, but I got the skin anyway because I went inverted mode and got the other things." And he's like, "Damn." so i i I destroyed his game for him i think
1: no it's still it is uh the cool thing about crash is like the games did back in the day just much like tony hawk just a very 90s early 2000s it's just it's a real cross between a progression and a story but then like an arcadey feeling so that is to say that playing it is fun so Getting 100% and completing it and collecting those gems feels very satisfying and they, they make it feel good even past the skins. Mm-hmm. The skins is really fun to do though. Um, and those inverted levels, I should mention, those are just as much as adding the playable characters. This is such an awesome integrated part of the game that creates replayability because a lot of the times it just flips the game backwards and changes the color mm-hmm. and adds a filter. But sometimes it actually changes the gameplay. Like they play with gravity or they speed you up so that you're playing like double speed. And you know all the bad guys are moving like way quicker. And then, but they add that and make it kind of feel like part of the aesthetic. So they make it like they add in ragtime music and put in like ye olde video footage. So it looks like you're playing a fast kind of Charlie Chaplin style video, but the gameplay is actually faster so it's harder. Um, and then they change, there's a, there's a hidden gem in every level And when you play it in the inverted mode, it's not just mirrored. The gem is completely moved. So you have to kind of rediscover that level and and just comb through it differently again. And it's always a little bit more tricky. So that's really cool. So I love that.
0: Uh, There's also time trials you can do, like in the old ones, where you start off the clock at the start and you run through and you get boxes, which pauses the clock for you. You get through the level as quick as possible. I beat Carl's time. Yay me, go me. Um, Also, um, pardon me, in each level there's a hidden tape. You get the hidden tape or yes. you f- find the tape without without dying, getting there, and then you can do, the, do these very hard little box challenge levels, which has you bouncing around boxes around test labs in Dr. Cortex's lair.
1: Yes, which is always a uh, sort of 2D platformer style, old school sort of twitchy platforming where there's no floor. You'll just die if you fall all the way through and you just spend most of it Bouncing off the boxes and trying to get hundred percent of that and that in itself is a very fun Retro throwback in gameplay and you can completely skip it if you want it's, it's the beauty of this game. It's it's um It's punishingly hard and challenging and very satisfying to finish if you want it to be if you want to collect all the boxes But if not, it's still kind of challenging and it does ramp up like Callan was saying about unlocking different ways to kill enemies and how different boxes work, but it's very possible Mm-hmm. if you're just playing through. And it is just so enjoyable in that way as a platformer. Yeah. But once you decide to collect all the boxes, or in some cases collect no boxes, it becomes a platform puzzler. And right. each little section between checkpoints is more like figuring out a puzzle. And that in itself is a challenge. So you've got like 10 or 20 different challenges in the one level. And once you figure them all out, then you can just smash through it. And it feels amazing, but a completely different style of playing through the exact same level. So the replayability is just incredible.
0: So what would you uh, give this in terms of a score?
1: Um, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I don't know. I'm hoping it translates well to newer players. I really do. So it's, it's hard to score a game like this for us who have so much um, beautiful memories of playing the first three and it's like this throwback and they just nail it and it feels really cool. For me personally, I give this a straight up nine out of 10. I really do love it. I, I do wish there was more incentives for different things like the 100%ing, the proper normal version and then the um, you know, N, inverted level that kind of thing.
0: like Even if it was like a different colored skin, like it's still the chicken skin, but there's a white chicken skin and a black chicken skin is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Something, or the smallest thing, like you said, yeah. like you, different colored gloves or just something that was like, I did this. Because people, I think, will do what I did and work really hard for that first. To clarify, you you unlock the ability to replay it sort of like early on in the first maybe four or five worlds yeah so you don't have to finish the whole game just somewhere there they say okay now you can go back and do all those levels again and every level from now on once you finish it yeah so you are unaware of that and i I think that's a little bit I've had a great time doing it personally but I, I feel like some other players might be a bit upset by that by putting in all this work for one specific skin they've seen and what oh, I need that skin We yeah. play this level all day for two days uh-huh. you know to nail it and then you know unlock that thing and go, oh my God, I could have just done this in five minutes so that's a bit sneaky, I think and unfortunate. Um, but I, I don't have a lot bad to say there is a, there's a few clipping issues mm-hmm. which I've seen, so it's not the perfect sort of running game. It mostly is though. I have to reiterate like how good this game feels to play because we did talk about the uh, re-releases mm. and those had a lot of problems with just it just wasn't quite right, which ruined a lot of the levels yes. they didn't nail it in this they have nothing to compare it to because it's like their own game but it does feel 90% really, really good, but every now and then you get stuck on a wall or stuck behind a jump or you get punished for something that wasn't quite your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see Callan rage a little bit about that uh, when he was playing the no box run, which mm-hmm. there was a few mistakes there that were not Callan's fault, yeah. which hurts to see. Uh, but yeah, so I, I do give it a nine out of 10. Mostly for me, it's, it's a brilliant, brilliant new edition uh, and a great throwback. What do you, what about you?
0: Uh, yeah, look, I thought it was good. Uh, it's a fun platformer. There's lots to do. Um, you know, the whole game, then your inverted levels and your history, uh, mystery hidden tapes, etc. Lots of skins to unlock. Look, it's a solid platformer. It looks great. It sounds great. I will give it a 9 out of 10.
1: Nice. Right. Wow. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> All
0: right. And uh, that was oh. Crash Bandicoot. It's about time. By
1: my calculations, our enemies are already moving against us. We will...
0: Okay, so I forgot to have the gameplay rolling throughout all that. <laughs>
1: oh. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Um, very entertaining. Two yeah. Beautiful head.
0: Yep, thank you Look very much. And we've had, we've had a bit of action in chat here. Everyone's having a good old chat about Crash. Uh, about my stress levels and things like that. Okay, so we're gonna roll into the uh, into the question <laughs> times, people. So if you have any questions, line them line them up now as we talk all promo stuff. Now, guys, remember you can find us always. We're on Podbean. That's where the podcasts eventually get uploaded when I get around to it. We're also on Facebook, facebookcom Podcast, On Twitter at Gametrain Talk. We're on Twitch, twitchtv Train Twitch. We also have Instagram at Game Train Podcast. And, Carl,
1: where are you? Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash the underscore lyrical. Um, uh, a, a lot of people know me as the uh, fun guy, which is just something people say all the time. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash the lyrical official, Instagram at the lyrical. Yeah. Um, and it's just... One of those things you know come hang out and see me I, i'm normally playing a lot of music um at like i think tonight i'm going to be testing out some new sound and audio
0: cool
1: Just, uh, if if i happen to be that uh, be doing that but yeah so normally when we do the podcast we'll be over here so come and hang out on game train twitch and and you know you can chill among us and uh do yeah, things that, with us.
0: that's right And we're going to quickly talk among us we we're supposed to talk about this at the start of the show <laughs> But I completely missed that. We actually sat down and had our first game of Among Us the other night with a bunch of people, Juxty um, and his crew to let us in for a game of Among Us, and we were very noobs. So Among Us pretty much is your little creatures in this space station, etc. But one of you is an imposter. So you go about your tasks, and the imposter is supposed to go around slowly kill each other, kill all the other players, um, and then... You know, you can stumble across a dead body, you can call an emergency meeting, and you all discuss who you think the imposter is.
1: Yes. I've lost your image. Um, yeah, we had a lot of fun playing this, actually. Um, I've been seeing, as probably a lot of you guys have seen, if you're on here on Twitch, pretty much everyone's playing this, uh, especially the bigger Twitch channels. Uh, but a lot of our friends are jumping on. The downside of this game is that you need at least eight people for it to be just good. Yes, like, really fun. Yeah, any less than that, and it's kind of a bit of a chore, and it's it, it kind of work. Yep. But once you get eight people, eight to ten is that sweet spot. You can get two imposters, and that's a lot more fun because you're trying to navigate more people, and there's a lot more action happening. Yeah. Uh, what I do want to say though is this game is freaking stressful and terrifying. Yep. Like, it's for a game that looks like a flash game. Yep. You know that you're playing on a browser. Yep. They've captured that like heart-wrenching fear and nervous feeling like like i've never experienced before and having to lie and to deceive your friends
0: yeah is yeah
1: he's very tricky but very fun
0: yeah my favorite was it's hanging like- out with you for ages even though i was the imposter and you thought i was your friend and then neck minute was that fun it was so much fun
1: oh my god it i was, know it I was know. good
0: i know all right so let's jump into the questions we've got some here emerald rangers asks what platformer would you like to see revived
1: oh man that's easy peasy um i don't remember the name of it though (laughs) that one on ps it's on ps1 bless you um Heart of Darkness. Okay. It is.
0: Heart of Darkness I'm... I
1: absolutely love that game. You you play as a young kid, very like Commander Keen esque storyline. Yeah. And you're stuck in this weird world and you're chased around by like these shadow creatures. Uh that or skull monkeys. Okay. I think are the two platformers that I would just love to see come back. I had so much fun with those. Both PS1 uh, platformers, actually.
0: I would love to see Rocket Knight Adventures come back. What's that one? Uh so you played as Sparks at a Rocket Knight. Um you like this animal thing in, in night costume but it, it had really fun movement mechanics in that you could charge up your jetpack aim it and then you go bouncing around the screen etc and you have to use that to navigate puzzles and all that. It was a very hard game but it was a very fun game and cool. um, I would love to see that remade remake um, a new version of it in some way. I think it would be really really fun um, so yeah I'm, I'm, I'd really like to see Rocket Knight um, it's one of my, it's one of my most favorite games, um, of like the Mega Drive I played back in the day. I loved it. So hard though. Like brutally yeah. punished, like probably Mega Man hard, I'd say. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, it, yeah, it was, it was really, really good. Um, we've got some more here. What else have we got here? Um, uh, we have Dave Paul. I have a question. Callum, what stress level did you reach? playing Crash Bandicootie the other night, a very high dev poll. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, game Boy Bryant, with how big the indie game scene has become, would you like more physical copies for the games to be more common? The way Limited Run Games has been doing it, it has run its course now. What, what do you reckon? Digital for indie games only, or would you like to go into into a store and pick up like Hades um, Physical Edition?
1: I mean, I feel like that's a, a hard question to answer in the middle of a pandemic. You know... Everything is like, digital is the best way. And, you know, just like how, uh, which which we didn't mention, but um, Mortal Kombat comes out on PS4 and PS5, November 17, but it comes out in the solid and hard version, physical copy in January, I think. Okay. And it's just like, it just feels really weird. And, you know, collectibles is really cool. And that's a lot of fun. And I am like... Uh, a huge fan of that stuff, especially when it's a game I really love. Like when Soulstorm comes out, I would love to get that as a collectible. Yeah. Hey, you know you should subscribe to me sometime, Callum. But you know, never mind. I support Mate, you. you didn't subscribe time.
0: to me. You just got gifted a sub from Brian. Nah, bro. I've been subscribed Brian for Brian's man. It's thank you. Seconds now. Thank you for the handout to Carl. Thank you for giving Carl handouts. I do appreciate it. So thank you, Brian.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. Handouts
0: hand br- for Carl. Anyway, sorry, keep going.
1: Um, Sorry. I <laughs> It just sounded like a um, flirting again. Hand out. Oh, sorry. Uh, what were we talking about? I'm, I'm so lost. Uh, oh, indies. All, I, I wouldn't love- mind
0: seeing more indies get um, physical releases for those collectors out there. Even if it was, yeah, you know, maybe... No, it's just a certain amount because I know for indie developers it costs a lot, obviously, to um, print and then dispatch and all that. It's just easier to go digital, obviously. It saves a lot on costs and all that. But like, I still think there should be a way, like maybe ordering direct from the company if you really want a physical copy. Um, that could work, maybe. I don't know. Like, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Ordering, ordering direct from the company would be really cool. Like, you know, if, if people actually um, got on board with that kind of thing. I feel like bigger companies like CD Projekt Red are starting to connect, making us believe that we can connect a lot better, you know, with huge companies that aren't just indies. So, like, I think because of companies like that doing it mainstream and really connecting with their audience that we're finding it a lot quicker and easier to do it with a smaller indie. And you're getting, like replies on twitter and people talk back to you and the teams aren't as big as mm. you first think so i think people are open to that maybe what you were saying about getting it straight from them themselves
0: yeah, yeah. look I, I, look there's some indies i'd love a physical copy of like dead cells would be a cool one Cells that was an amazing indie uh, i know yes. i know um goose game just did a physical release which was cool oh yeah true so that was cool um but uh, we've got another question here, and this will be the last question as well. Uh, what would the first game you install on your PS5 Xbox Series XB, Carl?
1: Mm. Well, I mean, it's definitely going to be um, Astro. Well,
0: that's What's already Astro... installed, so you're not installing it. That's Sony installing it for you, mate. Come on. Well,
1: you know, I'm going to turn was, it on. It
0: was what would you install?
1: probably Spider-Man to be honest, just to see what it looks like and uh, yep. have a playthrough through and uh,
0: yeah.
1: play through the Miles Morales one. That's that's most likely gonna be my first look at what PS5 looks and feels like. And I'm, I'm hoping for, because that's a, like a big launch title, I'm hoping for a lot of haptic feedback, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of something in the controller. So that's what I'm kind of most excited for because other than that, it looks like just a pretty PS4 game. So I'm hoping I can, feel next gen at least
0: okay for me it'll be demon souls straight away i'll be there bang demon souls plugging it in and streaming it straight away pretty much i won't even be playing the game on my normal tv be plugging it into my computer monitor and taking straight off um wow you're not even gonna do
1: uh like 60 frames or anything or can your computer monitor do that
0: um yes it can Nice. Okay. Sweet yes. Um Yeah. And I'll be just shooting straight off onto that and it'll be great fun. Um, yep. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. So that'll be really, really cool. Thank you all for your questions. We had another one. Uh, L-, L Buck said, favorite games, favorite games for me. Oh God. Um, of all time. Oof. <laughs> That's one you got to think about.
1: Yeah. Well, I I tried to pick one, and this is what happened.
0: <laughs> showing off his tattoo again, very nice. Yes, um, for the
1: listeners over there, I'm just showing off my tattoo. Might come back with that one next
0: it. week for your next time. Uh, that's one we actually have yeah. to sit down and scan the old brain. I mean, it,
1: it changes every time, right? When I when I'm forced to say something quickly, I always end up saying like Abe's Odyssey, yeah, or metal gear solid 3. Oh, look, kind of it looks games.
0: like Brian answered in chat with Bubsy. Well, Brian, I didn't know it was one of your favorite games, but okay then.
1: Oh my god, can't yeah. wait to send him some Bubsy merch for his Christmas.
0: Exactly. All right, let's let's roll into the end of the show now. So, as always before we finish, we like to do the lame, love and hype trains here on the show, which is the lame train is something we don't like. Um, a love train is something that we've loved in the last week, and hype train is something we are looking forward to. So first off, as always, is the lame train. Okay, Carl, what's your lame train?
1: My lame train, because I won't be there to say it, is that you lost the Tony Hawk episode. That hurts. That's, that's my lame train. I, I, miss, I miss that chat. It was a lot of fun. Um, but before I changed it to that, it was a really simple one and it was just the fact that nowadays it's a, it's just so much harder for us to find a whole bunch of people because i really do want to play a lot more among us
0: mm-hmm.
1: and finding eight people
0: mm-hmm. is
1: just such a challenge when you're just like this every day couple of dudes hanging out at home and even like you got people they're like yep i'm keen at like eight o'clock and then someone's like oh i'm fully down for like tomorrow night no i can do tuesday i'm like we need like eight now Or in a few hours, Mm -hmm. it was like, no, I can't. Maybe tomorrow, I'm like, well, I can't tomorrow. I don't know, it's a really simple thing. And I'm sure it's a lot more fun when you're like um, a very popular streamer or if you're just like really young and all hanging out, you know, like everyone's at home and that your teenagers playing games and stuff. I do miss that, you know, we just hang out on Halo 3 every Mm -hmm. night and just chat and play. But um, yeah, my lame train is my own lack of friends (laughs) for those
0: situations. Ugh, better not tell him I've been Ugh. playing Among Us for all my friends every night. Okay. I uh,
1: know this one time I invited, and Carl's like, ah, oh, I'm out. I'm like, well, yeah. was, there goes my two player Among
0: Us. Uh, so, my lame train is that Carl won't do any of my challenges in video games. When I say, hey, Carl, go beat the first boss on Bloodborne, Carl goes, no, say
1: anything that's not Souls like. Hold
0: up. Carl right goes, Carl's like, fuck that, yo. And Carl's like... Oh, wow. Carl's then like, oh, go do a no-box run on Crash. And I went and did it. I'm like, I did it. And he's like, sweet. I'm like, now go beat the first boss of Dark Souls. No, fuck that, yo. And that's exactly what he sounds like. So... Wow. I'm getting sick of, like, doing his little challenges where I'm like, all right, I'll do the challenge. I beat the challenge. Actually, I beat the challenge twice, mind you. I did it twice because I missed the goddamn gem at the end of the level which appeared there... And I, uh, Dav Paul spoke about my stress levels playing Crash. That broke me that night, having to redo yeah. that whole challenge again. But I did it. Um, but yes, the, my land train is that will not, uh, Char, Carl will oh. not do my challenges on games.
1: Well, um, I'm actually going to rebuttal that, and I'm happy to do your challenges on games. I like to pick challenges that, I'm sorry, I totally forgot tonight. What did you give Crash Bandicoot out of 10? Nine. Oh yeah, cool. That's what I thought. A game you love and enjoy. 9 out of 10 is a huge thing that you actually really love. So imagine giving you a challenge in a game that you love to give you more enjoyment out of that. Yeah. What do you think I
0: give most Souls likes?
1: This yeah, many out of 10.
0: But I was like, can you at least try and beat the first mini boss in Sekiro because it gets a lot better after that. And you're like, no. So... I did
1: give it a red-hot go. That's not entirely true. Mm, yeah. I tried. I okay. very much did.
0: All right, okay. But um, right. I hated every minute of it. Beat the first boss in Demon Souls, then.
1: Fuck that, yo. <laughs> All right,
0: on to <laughs> our love train. All right, Carl, what was your love train this week?
1: My love train is this um, resurgence of 90s styles games with actually like fun replayability, high scores and secrets and like all that kind of, you know, collecting different things and building up your your levels and hundred percenting them or just running through or doing things like, um, even like speed runs and time trials and everything that, you know, just Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and this new Crash game is just showing that like the games are just, so, oh, do I, is, is that, Do I need to say something else there, Carl, maybe? Uh, anyway, that's my love train, is this just beautiful resurgence of 90s style gameplay. Um, I do love that. I'm having a lot of fun with it personally. But yeah, what about cool.
0: you? Uh, mine is showing Carl that I was up to his challenge. That's right. I beat his bloody no box challenge because he's like, I did the no box challenge, but you can't do it. I went, okay, I'll do that. And I did it twice. So, I don't think I ever actually
1: challenged you. I did say you should try it, yeah. But there, yeah, I yeah. think I was very impressed. I was very impressed,
0: yeah. Twice. So, people saw me get very angry on stream that night at that game.
1: I recorded a little clip and it, I it was, very much it, enjoyed it. It
0: was, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah, yeah, I think Zendog's like, right, I think getting a secret board on Tony Hawk Pro Skater would enhance your love for that game. Yeah, there you go. I challenge you to get the downhill board. I
1: absolutely willfully will accept that challenge because Tony Hawk Pro Skater is a game I love and will enjoy.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm sending you on the downhill challenge because I think it's the lowest sco- scoreboard, so you should be able to get it.
1: On the straight line, crappy downhill. At least it's not uh, Bullring.
0: No, so, well, I yeah. mate... <laughs> I like to give you challenges. I like to be mean to you, but I'm not that mean to you by challenging you to bullring scores. No one has any I time know. for that level. It is yeah, rubbish. You can no one. That right up your bull yeah. Rings. No way. I wouldn't even wish that that level on my worst enemy. <laughs> it is that bad. All right. Let's roll into the hype train. What are you excited for?
1: I'm excited for our next few podcasts to be available online to listen to. I'm really hyped for new content for our podcast listeners on Game Train, <laughs> but uh, my real answer is that I'm actually really hyped for the uh, Ghost of Tsushima DLC, Ghost Legends, okay. which is less than a week away. Oh wow! Uh, where they're adding all the like fantasy elements and it's co-op with four players and it's that whole extra dlc online that no one asked for they just like delivered it to us and we were already impressed with that game and they're just adding more and gifting it to us so i think it it feels like a gift from them and it feels like christmas is coming so i'm super excited to jump on and try that with you Callan.
0: cool i actually thought you were gonna say dirt 5
1: i was gonna say dirt 5 I, i have been very hyped for dirt 5 but then um I remembered that was coming on the exact same day. Actually, oh wow, that was Mario Kart. Yeah, so Mario Kart that. Dirt Five yeah. and Ghosts is all on that same day. But yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. I I am. I've got written here to to try some Baldur's Gate Three? Question mark Like I'm questioning myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I, okay. I, um, I want to try some Baldur's Gate Three. I've seen it's, it's just come out in early access. I love Baldur's Gate Two back in the day. Um, so. Mm. You know, that was a long time ago. What was that, 01 or 02? Maybe something like that. It was a long, long, long time ago now. So, for it to get a sequel, and I've heard there's a lot of bugs and things, and I get that it's early access. So, that's why I'm I'm maybe not as hyped to jump in straight away. If they had said it's the full release, you know, everything's there, then I probably would have jumped headfirst into it. I think that's why I've got the question mark there, but I'm still excited to, yes. to give it a go anyway. I think I'll still give it a go um, uh, in um, in early access mode and see what it's all about.
1: Yeah, I um, I wouldn't have jumped on it. I wouldn't have been as excited to try it out except for that the fact that the release date for the full version is a question mark. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of saying like, this is all you get right now. Play this if you want it. It is full price for just like, I think... Two chapters, maybe, or one chapter?
0: Yeah, but you get all the chapters Um, down the track.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I just... But normally, I guess I'd wait for them, but not knowing when they're coming makes me more keen to jump in now and just give it a shot, even though it is full price. Um, I do want to say there in the chat, uh, Paulie says that Dirt 5 got pushed back, in fact, and uh, it does seem right here that Dirt 5 got delayed to launch around next-gen consoles. So update the... 10th of November release is confirmed and it will be an Xbox launch title. So
0: that's pretty interesting. Damn, that that really sucks because I don't know what we can do for our next episode now.
1: Well, I I guess we're going to have to do... Jeez. Baldur's Uh, Well, you know what? We can
0: do... We can do Star Wars.
1: We'll have to do Star Wars. Let's play some uh, Star Wars uh, co-op. Oh, yeah.
0: Probably sounds right. Anyway, guys, we're going to finish up the show. For now, remember, you can find us... As always, we're doing it live on Twitch at the moment. But for those that are listening later, when I eventually do publish the episode, twitch.tv slash Game Train Twitch, uh, facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast. We're on Podbean, iTunes, and all that sort of fun stuff. Follow us on Twitter at Game Train Talk. Follow Carl at the lyrical underscores somewhere.
1: <laughs> the underscore lyrical. Yeah. So twitch.tv slash the underscore lyrical. I'm on Instagram at the lyrical all of this stuff is mostly music except on twitch i'll, I'll do a lot you know a bit of both um, mm. and on facebook it's just facebook.com slash the lyrical official
0: all right wonderful thank you so much again for listening everyone and we should upload this one day in the future so enjoy it when you'll hear it thank you and it's been game train yes.